This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8 PSK. Audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm your host Elena Enake, bringing you the news. First, the headlines. Romania must have by 2027 some 2.6 million hectares of irrigable land, Agriculture Minister Petra Daya announced. The monetary policy rate has been increased as of today by 0.75% to 5.5% per year in order to keep inflation in check. And the 19th edition of Anonymous Film Festival is underway in the Danube Delta. A yellow code alert for heat valid for southern Romania is in place until Tuesday. There is high thermal discomfort and the temperature humidity index exceeds 80 units. Maximum temperatures will generally range from 33 to 37 degrees Celsius. Meteorologists have also issued orange and yellow codes of atmospheric instability for three quarters of the country. Until August 10th, thunderstorms will be present in the mountain areas, particularly in the center, southwest and north. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has today called for international inspectors to be given access to the Zaporozhia nuclear plant after Ukraine and Russia accuse each other of shelling Europe's largest atomic complex at the weekend, Reuters reports. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Sunday accused Russia of waging nuclear terror that warranted more international sanctions, this time on Moscow's sprawling nuclear power sector. Russian forces are now trying to gain full control of Ukraine's eastern Donbas region, where pro-Moscow separatists seized territory after the Kremlin annexed Crimea to the south in 2014, Reuters reports. U.S. President Joe Biden has welcomed Sunday night's announcement of a ceasefire between Israel and Gaza-based Islamic Jihad. Mediated by Egypt, the truth ended the three days of hostilities triggered by the recent killing of a jihadic Islam commander. Militants were revenge and Israelis responded with air raids. President Joe Biden said he supports an investigation into information on civilian casualties. Romania must have by 2027 some 2.6 million hectares of irrigable land, for which 1.5 billion euros will be earmarked from the national budget, Agriculture Minister Petre Daya announced. In a post on a social network, he wrote that the implementation of the government's program on upgrading the irrigation system must be done every day without interruption. Almost 215,000 hectares of land in 25 Romanian counties have been affected by drought this year.
The monetary policy rate has been increased as of today by 0.75% to 5.5% per year. This is the sixth increase in the key interest this year, a tool by which the Romanian Central Bank tries to keep inflation in check. Before the decision announced by the Central Bank on Friday, the three-month robot went up from 8.11% to 8.12% reaching 8.14% per year today. Financial experts are expecting this index to go up significantly, which will raise variable interest rates on loans. Interest rates on mortgage loans have gone up by more than 50% since the beginning of the year and have almost doubled as against six years ago. Inflation in July exceeded 15% and is expected to stand at this level in the third quarter. The central bank will present a new quarterly report on inflation on Tuesday. Anonymul Independent International Film Festival has kicked off today in Sfântul Gheorghe, the Danube Delta. The event, to last until Sunday, has opened with the film Mariupolis 2. The last film of Lithuanian director Mantask Fedaratius, captured by the Russian army and killed in the Ukrainian region of Mariupol. There are two competition sections for short and feature films and prizes are granted based on the vote of the audience. Romanian films awarded at international festivals will also be presented out of competition. All screenings are followed by meetings of filmmakers and public. And that was the news coming to you from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. won gold at the Canoe Sprint World Championships in Halifax, Canada. I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with more in this report by Florin Orban. Nautical sports in Romania are making a comeback on the stages of big international competitions. Rowing held pride of place in 2021, with the Olympic gold won by Ankuza Bodnar and Simona Radesh in double skulls. This year seems to be the year of canoeists and kayakers, if we take into account the two medals, one gold and one silver, won by Catalin Kirila at the World Championships in Halifax, Canada. The gold medal was won on Sunday in the men's canoe single 1000 meter, the first Romanian victory in this event at the World Championships after 36 years. The last Romanian 1000 meters world champion was Aurel Makarenko in 1986. Before him, the legendary Ivan Pataikin won gold twice in 1973 and 1977, taking the path opened by Simeon Ismalchuk with the world title won in 1963. 
Now at Halifax, Kirilla finished the race more than a second and a half earlier than the Brazilian Isaquias Quieros dos Santos, the Olympic champion of the event. His race was tactically well prepared after coming in fourth in 250 meters and also in 500 meters. Then in the second part of the race, he pushed on and took the lead at 750 meters. Thus, the Romanian athlete got his revenge after the defeat on Saturday in the 500-meter event, when Dos Santos won the gold and he climbed to the second step of the podium. In the run-up to the Olympic Games, Catalin is somewhat at an advantage, considering that in 2024 in Paris he will only compete on 1,000 meters, a distance at which he is, as of Sunday, the best in the world. It should be added that Romania had not won a world title in an Olympic kayak or canoe event for many years. Moreover, two years ago, at the World Championships in Copenhagen, no Romanian athlete or team made it to the finals. Even in 2019 in Szeged, Hungary, Romania did not win any medals, the best ranking being achieved by Viktor Mihalaki and Katalin Kirila, fifth place in the final of the canoe double 1,000-meter event, which also brought them the qualification for the Olympic Games in Tokyo. The last Romanian medal at the World Championships was in 2017, when in Radice, in the Czech Republic, Viktor Mihalaki and Leonid Karp won silver in the canoe double 500-meter event. Katalin Kirila is registered with the Steaua Bucharest Sports Club. He was born on May 11, 1998 in Tulcea. He achieved his first great performance as a senior at the European Games in Minsk in 2019, where, in the 1,000-meter event, he won gold together with Viktor Mihalaki. In the same formula, last year, the Romanian canoe double crew won the bronze medals at the European Championships in Poznan. Kirila then focused on the single canoe events, and the results were not long in coming. That was Radio Newsreel. Next in this program, sports. Welcome, I'm Mihail Ignatescu, and today we'll take a look at the main sporting events this past weekend. The Romanian tennis player Anna Bogdan won on Sunday the WTA 125 tournament in Yash, northeastern Romania, with $115,000 in prize money. She defeated the Hungarian player Pana Udvardi in the final, 6-2-3-6-6-1. Bogdan thus obtained the most important title of her career, after in 2019 she won the ITF tournament in Dubai. It was her second final in just a week, after that of the WTA 250 tournament in Warsaw, where she lost last Sunday to the French Caroline Garcia. Anna Bogdan received a check for $15,000 and 160 WTA points. In the doubles final in Yash, the Romanian-Russian pair Andrea Amalia Roshka Daria Astahova defeated the Hungarian athletes Reka Luca Yani and Pana Udvardi 7-5, 5-7, 10-7 in the final. 
Romania's defending champion Simon Tempestini won the Moldova Rally, the sixth stage of the National Rally Championship on Sunday. The Simon Tempestini Sergio Itzu crew was followed by Sebastian Barbu and Bogdan Yanku. After this result, Sebastian Barbu is the new leader in the general rankings. The best seven results from the total of nine scheduled stages are taken into account. The seventh stage of the season will be the Yash Rally between September 2nd and 4th. Romania will be represented by a delegation of 11 athletes led by the double world champion David Popovic at the European Swimming Championships, which started on Thursday in Rome. The Romanian athletes will participate in swimming, diving and high jump events. David Popovic announces himself as the favorite in the 100 meters and 200 meters freestyle from the position of world champion in both events in Budapest this year. Robert Glinza will be missing from the Romanian delegation. At the previous edition in 2020 in Budapest, he won the only medals for Romania, gold in the 100-meter backstroke and silver in the 50-meter backstroke. We end as usual with football. Over the weekend, there were games counting for the fourth stage of the Romanian Super League. On Friday, Petrolul Ploiești beat Universitatea Cluj 1-0 in Mediash. On Saturday, CS Mioven ended in a tie 1-1 at home, the match against FCSB. Then in Bucharest, Rapid beat FC Argeș 2-1. And that was Sports Roundup. Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. Listen to Liviu Teodorescu and his song, I've Lost My Patience.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. Welcome to History Show. I'm your host, Elena Enake. Mihai Minescu was a poet, prose writer and journalist who, due to the great beauty and originality of his literary work, received the unofficial title of National Poet. He is Romania's greatest cultural personality and his birthday, January 15, is celebrated as the Romanian Culture Day. Eminescu is considered a genius by most people, but there is also a myth built around him, as historian Lucian Boya wrote in his book about the poet. Unfortunately, there was also Eminescu the patient, not just Eminescu the brilliant poet. In his short life of only 39 years, Eminescu struggled with mental illness and was the patient of mental institutions. Mihai Eminescu was born in 1850 and died in 1889. He was born in Botoshan as the seventh of 11 children. He made his literary debut at the age of 16 while in high school. He became a law and philosophy student in Vienna and Berlin, but did not finish his studies. Returning to the country in 1874, at the age of 24, He settled in Yash, where he worked as a librarian, substitute teacher and journalist for Timpul, a conservative newspaper. At the same time, he had a fervent literary activity, interrupted, unfortunately, in 1883, at the age of 33, due to the disease. Among his many poems of great impact on Romanian culture, Eminescu wrote between 1873 and 1883 his masterpiece, The Morning Star. Literary historians have tried to find out the cause of the disease that Eminescu was suffering from, and which, in the end, ended his life. Most of them agree that all information indicates a mental illness, but no clear diagnosis could be made at the time. Dr. Octavian Buda, a professor with the Carol Davila University of Medicine and Pharmacy and psychiatrist at the Mina Minovich Forensic Institute in Bucharest, was part of a team of experts who re-examined the case of patient Eminescu. Octavian Buda. Professorul Irinel Popescu și academicianul Eugen Simeon au strâns Surgeon Irinal Popescu and academician Eugen Simeon gathered together a number of doctors to discuss the case. This team included neurologists and psychiatrists. I made an introduction to what is called pathography, the idea of health biography and how a certain mental illness may or may not indisputably impact a personality's biography. Hence, the question of whether we can make a connection between work and biography, taking this into account. That was Octavian Buda. In the summer of 1883, Eminescu was hospitalized with a diagnosis of acute maniac episodes. It was his first hospitalization. 
He was also treated in a famous mental hospital, Mercuza. According to Octavian Buda, the data available at the moment shows that Eminescu had a bipolar disorder. Există un diagnostic pe care cei care s-au ocupat, mă refer aici și There is a diagnosis that some made. Dr. Ionica wrote a book in the 70s entitled Eminescu, the Psychosomatic Structure. There is another pathologist, Ovidiu Vuia, who studied this case. Judging by the latest clinical and diagnosis updates, I think Eminescu suffered from bipolar disorder. So, in this case, it was an episode of completely unusual creativity with elements of agitation accompanied by depressive episodes. Biographic elements and information that we were able to collect about him all suggest mental instability. The hospitalizations at the Mercuta Mental Hospital and then at Dr. Schutzu's private hospice Caritatea, located on Plantelor Street, where his death also occurred, support this theory. Dr. Buda pointed out that there was a mismatch between Eminescu's mental illness and the treatment he received, but for which doctors cannot be blamed. Do this change the extraordinary value of his work? Quite the contrary, I would say. There are people with overwhelming creativity completely out of the ordinary. It is important that the connection between Eminescu as a patient and the doctors who treated him, in this case Shutsu and the others, should be seen in the context of what was known and understood at the time in psychiatry. If, in terms of diagnosis, we can find some equivalence in today's language, the tragedy, in my opinion, is the treatment he received. I think Eminescu was actually treated with mercury, which was thought to be a kind of sedation. It was unknown at the time what its long-term effects were. It was not until much later that scientists established that the use of large amounts of mercury is more than toxic and causes neurological damage. That was Dr. Octavian Buda. Mihai Minescu is, without a doubt, an outstanding personality of the Romanian culture. Unfortunately, the circumstances of his tragic death are also found in other famous cases. And that has been History Show. Let's now take another music break and listen to the band Direcția Cinci and their hit When I'm With You.
Coming up next in today's broadcast, it's All That Jazz. I'm Ana Maria Popescu, and today I bring you news about the 26th edition of the Garena Jazz Festival, held between the 7th and 10th of July in the village of Garena in Karaj-Severin County. The main stage in Poiana Lupului Garena and the experimental stage set within the Catholic Church in Volug hosted a total of 35 events, 27 concerts, three film screenings and a book launch and an album release. Listen first to an excerpt from the concert given in Garena by the international ensemble Sonotera, led by the saxophone player and composer Catalin Miller.
This year's Gorona International Jazz Festival comprised three nights of North European jazz, featuring artists from Norway, Sweden and Finland, as well as musicians from other parts of the world, such as the American saxophone legend Charles Lloyd on his last European tour, the American guitarist Bill Frizzle and the innovating Australian guitarist Frank Gumball, or the British band Soft Machine. We wrap up today with another excerpt from a Romanian band performing in Garena Jazz Fest this year, Adistoenescu Trio, comprising Alex, Mike, Marin on double bass, drummer Julian Nicolaou and the pianist and composer Adistoenescu.
Living Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox. Welcome to a new edition in our Listener's Letterbox series, our weekly feature where we live through your letters, messages, suggestions and comments on our broadcast. Your host this week is Eugen Nasta. The first letter we're taking out of the box is the one sent in by Abin Hussain Sajid, based in Pakistan. Abid wrote the following on our programs, quote, Hello, I'm your old Pakistani DXer. I listened to your English service. I am sending your first report to your radio station. I hope that you will send me QSL card. I shall wait it, unquote. Abid tuned into our radio station on July the 24th, 2022, from 0300 to 0400 hours UTC, on 98.50 kilohertz. Abid's SIO rating for the signal of our broadcast was for all. Our listener in Pakistan uses a web SDR receiving system. A DXer from the Belarus and a faithful Radio Romania International listener, Igor Belevich, wrote the following on our programs. We quote, Hello Radio Romania. I listen to Radio Romania International in Belarus on analog shortwave in French, English, Romanian, Ukrainian, Russian, Serbian, and in all other languages between 1000 hours and 2000 hours UTC and between 500 and 700 hours UTC. I also want to ask Radio Romania International to broadcast in any foreign languages from 700 to 1000 hours UTC on analog shortwave to Europe. Why is there an interruption in broadcasting on Radio Romania International between 700 and 1000 hours UTC on analog shortwave? I like Romanian schlager and folklore on Radio Romania International in French and in some other language services on Radio Romania International on analog shortwave. Please transmit a lot of folklore and schlager on Radio Romania International in all language services on analog shortwave. Please broadcast in different foreign languages from 500 till 2100 hours UTC, hour by hour, without a stop. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You with Radio Romania International, listeners' letterbox continues. We continue to quote from Igor Belevich's message, our listener in the Belarus. Please broadcast on analog shortwave band always. I love Radio Romania International on analog shortwave. It's romantic. Please ask all Romanian medium wave stations to broadcast on shortwave. Write to me in English soon. I wait a long time already. Mr. Craig Christ, based in Manassas, Virginia, the United States of America, sent in his Listener Club report for July 2022. It is Craig's 12th report in the 29th year of the Listener's Club. On July the 25th, 2022, Craig tuned into our radio station from 0100 to 056 hours EDC on 7375 kHz. Here are Craig's program details for the day. Quote, program ID, news, beginning with the headlines, 
Radio Romania International Encyclopedia, about Apelles and the Universal Newspaper, report on the seaside on the Black Sea coast. Romanian Without Tears featured the Romanian Black Sea coast. Visit Romania with a trip to a major university center in the east of Romania. Music Time featured two new recently released albums, folk band Dirty Shares, Song and Case of Emergency. In the spotlight reported on video games, Simply Folk with the song Little River, unquote. Craig's Sinbo rating for the Signal of Our Broadcast was 5 all until 0.52 hours UTC, then Sinbo 54553 with QRM from All India Radio on 7380 kHz. The receiving equipment is made of a Win Radio G33DDC SDR Excalibur Pro receiver with a 134-foot homemade multiband antenna running northwest to southeast. Our shortwave listener, Gordon Ricky Hine, based in Rapid City, South Dakota, the United States of America, made the following technical remarks Radio Romania International might find extremely useful for the future. We quote, Hello, Radio Romania International. When I try listening to your broadcast from 2030 to 2100 hours UTC on 11850 kHz, I get nothing but dead air, and when I try to listen to your broadcast on 9950 kHz from 0.100 to 100 hours UTC on 9550 kHz, I get dead air. I am also getting dead air from 0300 to 0400 hours UTC on 7375 kHz. Were you aware that the station is not broadcasting? End of quote. Our faithful listener in Bangladesh, 41-year-old Mr. Mizanur Rahman, living in Shahzadpur, the district of Siraj Ganj, tuned into our radio station from July the 21st and all through to July the 25th, 2022, from 0300 to 0400 hours UTC on 11.825 kHz. Mizanur's Sinpo rating for the signal of all broadcast was 3 all. Mr. Rahman uses a Grundig digital receiver with a compact antenna. Alan Gale, living in Whitworth, Lancashire, the United Kingdom, tuned into our radio station on Tuesday, the 26th of July, from 1700 to 1755 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in DRN system. Alan's simple rating for the signal of our broadcast was 5 all. Alan also wrote, we quote, excellent reception throughout the entire broadcast, end of quote. The receiving equipment is made of a JRC NRD525 receiver with a DRM decoder card and a Daytong 8370 active antenna mounted outdoors. We took the liberty to quote from details Alan sent on our programs. Sign-on and introduction followed by news headlines and news in detail. This included items about the drought damage, the rise in COVID cases, plans to reduce gas from Russia, followed by reports in detail. Sports with Athlete of the Week, this time featuring a Romanian tennis player. Hit of the day, Edward with Holiday in Your Heart. Station ID, you are listening to Radio Romania International, followed by Insight Romania, with a feature about Bucharest Botanical Gardens. 
Station ID, this is Romania International, followed by Cultural Event, with a feature about the Bucharest tram event. Music break, thank you. Station ID, you are listening to Radio Romania International, followed by Truly Romanian. Christian Sommerfeld from Cuba sends his best regards. We took the liberty to quote from his message, Today, that is the 27th of July 2022, I was able to receive your broadcast for North America here in Cuba in my house near the beautiful holiday resort of Varadero. I like to listen to Radio Romania International when I'm here. They're one of the few that still have a strong shortwave station. That is very pleasing, so you can hear news from Europe that way. Internet is one side, but shortwave is so important also in the future. Here in the poor countries of Latin America, many people still have shortwave receivers and can be reached well via this. Please stay on the air in the future. Soon I will also report your broadcast on 73-75 kHz. It can be received even more strongly here. Mr. Richard Lemke, based in St. Albert, Alberta in Canada, tuned into Radio Romania International's broadcast on July the 29th, 2022, from 0370 hours UTC, and between 0342 and 0352 hours UTC on 9850 kHz. Well, folks, that's all we have time for in this week's Listener's Letterbox. Thank you all for the interest you take in our programs and for being so keen on finding out the latest on Romanian culture, politics and entertainment. I am Eugen Nasta for Radio Romania International in Bucharest. Bye for now. Focus on Romania Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Simply Folk. Welcome, I'm your host today, Lekramera Simeon. Proud and hard-working people, the inhabitants of Banat region in the West are the rich inheritors of long traditions, which they cherish and sincerely pass on to future generations. One such artist, whose mission is to pass the Romanian music traditions to future generations, is Anna Pakatius, a Romanian traditional music singer who turns 83 years old on August 2nd. During her career, she sang on stage alongside Maria Tanase, Lucrezia Ciobanu, and Ioana Radu. One of the artist's preoccupations was that of a teacher at the art school, suggestively entitled Generation Relay, within the Timish Art Center. Proud Woman of Almash is a well-known song performed by many artists of Banat. Listen now to Anna Pakatiushi's version of this song. <laughs> Lasă-l să ce ducă un ce vrea, au până ajungi într-o la poarta mea. Muzica 
vorbește în sac Mă chicesc, mă-i bage pentru cine Și asta știe lumea foarte bine Lumea, lumea era și mă vorbește Și la mă rău mă povestește Zică lumea, zică și o vrea O mire, cum să fi la nunta mea Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Welcome to Think Greener with me, Lecromera Simeon. The worldwide fine Romania volunteers have arrived in the Danube Delta for the third consecutive year for a campaign aimed at collecting plastic waste, a campaign called Zero Plastic Patrol. The plastic is mainly brought by the tributaries of the River Danube and invariably ends up in the Delta and then in the Black Sea. Plastic pollution in the Danube Delta is also amplified by some of the visitors of this nature sanctuary who camp and leave waste behind. The operators of the waste collection services in the Danube Delta claim that they do not have enough resources and the collection and transport of waste is a difficult and costly operation. That's why such greening campaigns contribute to a rigorous collection of waste, mostly plastic, from sometimes hard-to-reach places. Adrian Lungu, a Worldwide Fund Romania communication manager, explains what this Danube Delta greening project is all about. Zero Plastic Patrol is a worldwide fund Romania project in its third year of activity. It is a concept based on the idea of collecting plastic from the Danube Delta, just as we did in the first two years, and of doing an education and awareness campaign through which people from both local communities and tourists should stop throwing plastic in nature. In the first two years, the Zero Plastic Patrol took place in the Delta, on the canals of the Danube Delta. We have also tested a mechanism through which we distributed plastic collection kits to tourists, local businesses and locals, and encouraged them to collect plastic. So we equipped them with gloves and bags. We encouraged them to do that and take the plastic to some special areas. The patrols actually The patrol boats traveled several thousand kilometers in the first weeks, collecting tons of plastic from the Delta, which is one of Romania's natural treasures, said Adrian Lungu. The volunteers of the Zero Plastic Patrol program collect the waste in bags that are stored in special waste enclosures placed in several localities in the Delta, from where the bags are taken by specialized companies for recycling. As in the previous years, the patrol benefits from a customized boat equipped with an electric engine. The patrol boat can cover approximately 80 kilometers and can carry up to seven people. However, this year's campaign focuses on educating people, as we learned from Adrian Lungu, Worldwide Fund Communication Manager. 
Now in the third year, we have decided to focus more on education and awareness. We have realized that grinning activities alone are not enough to stop the phenomenon of plastic waste decomposing in a natural environment, and fines are not effective either. So this year we have decided to involve pupils from Tulcha County, who are our new zero plastic ambassadors, as we call them. They were selected primarily on the basis of their membership to the local community. They are pupils from Tulja who express their wish to participate in this program, as they have always shown interest in the environment in general, Adrian Lungu explained. This year, the Zero Plastic Patrol was also extended to the area of Brasov, a tourist city in central Romania. The Zero Plastic Patrols will this summer green the important tourist routes around Brasov and will inform tourists about the impact of plastic on the environment and on the ways to recycle plastic packaging. And that's all from Think Grinner. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15320 and 17670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.